Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast recording of the Old Testament. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll be using for the text the Joseph Smith translation of the Old Testament, along with many commentaries from general authorities of the Church, BYU professors, Bible scholars, and others. This format will be very detailed, and so if you want a deep analysis of the Old Testament, you come to the right place. Thanks for your attendance. Hi, welcome back to the Old Testament podcast. Today's episode is going to be 1 Samuel chapter 7. Verse 1, And the men of Kirachirim came and fetched up the ark of the Lord, and brought it unto the house of Abinadab in the hill, and sanctified Eleazar his son to keep the ark of the Lord. And it came to pass, while the ark abode in Kirjath-Jirim, that the time was long, for it was twenty years, and all the house of Israel lamented after the Lord. The sanctuary, destitute of the ark, and tended by a decrepit priesthood, over which the doom had been pronounced, had apparently fallen into utter disregard. The ark, carried captive into into Philistia, but having proved a conqueror there, had indeed been restored to Israel, but was rather a witness of the past than the symbol of present help. The only living hope of Israel centered in the person of Samuel. Although since the death of Eli, no longer attached to the sanctuary, which indeed his mission to a certain extent set aside, his spiritual activity had not been interrupted. Known and owned as a prophet, he closely watched and at the proper time decisively directed the religious movement in Israel. That decisive hour had now come. Twenty years had passed since the return of the ark, a period as we gather from the subsequent history, outwardly of political subjection to the Philistine, and spiritually of religious depression caused by the desolateness of their sanctuary and the manifest absence of the Lord among, from, among, from among his people. It was no doubt due to the influence of Samuel that these feelings led them towards the Lord. In the language of Scripture, they lamented after Jehovah. But this was only preparatory. It was Samuel's work to direct to a happy issue the change which had already begun. His earnest message to all Israel now was, If with all your hearts you are returning to Jehovah, implying in the expression that repentance was primarily of the heart and by the form of the Hebrew verb, that that return had indeed commenced and was going on. Put away the strange gods and the Ashtaroth and make firm your hearts towards Jehovah. In opposition to the former vacillation and indecision and serve him alone. To Israel so returning with their whole heart and repenting alike by the removal of their sin and by exercising lively faith, Jehovah would, as of old, prove a savior in the presence of in the present instance, from the Philistines. And that was by Edersheim. Verse 3, And Samuel spake unto all the house of Israel, saying, If ye do return unto the Lord with all your hearts, then put away the strange gods and Ashtaroth, or i.e. the images of the fertility goddess, from among you, and prepare your hearts unto the Lord, and serve him only, and he will deliver you out of the hand of the Philistines. Then the children of Israel did put away Balaam and Ashtaroth, and serve the Lord only. And Samuel said, Gather all Israel to Mizpah, and I will pray for you unto the Lord. And they gathered together to Mizpah, and drew water, and poured it out before the Lord, and fasted on that day, and said, and said there, We have sinned against the Lord. And Samuel judged the children of Israel in Mizpah. The words of Samuel produced the marks of at least full outward repentance. The next step was to call the people to one, 
of those solemn national gatherings in which, as on former occasions, they would confess national sins and renew national obligations towards Jehovah. On its mountain height, Mizpah, the lookout of Benjamin, was among those ancient sanctuaries in the land, where, as in Shechem, in Gilgal, and in Bethel, the people were wont to assemble for solemn deliberation. But never before since the days of Moses had Israel so humbled itself before the Lord in confession of sin. It was thus that Samuel would prepare for his grand act of intercession on their behalf, and it was under such circumstances that he publicly exercised, or more probably that he began his office of judge in its real meaning by setting right what was wrong with Israel and by becoming the means of their deliverance from the enemy. Again, that was by Edersheim. Verse 7, And when the Philistines heard that the children of Israel were gathered together to Mizpah, the lords of the Philistines went up against Israel, and when the children of Israel heard it, they were afraid of the Philistines. And the children of Israel said to Samuel, Cease not to cry unto the Lord our God for us, that he will save us out of the hand of the Philistines. And Samuel took a sucking lamb and offered it for a burnt offering, holy unto the Lord. And Samuel cried unto the Lord for Israel, and the Lord heard him, or answered. And as Samuel was was offering up the burnt offering, the Philistines drew near to battle against Israel. But the Lord thundered with a great thunder on that day upon the Philistines and discomfited them. Hebrew caused them confusion, and they were smitten before Israel. And the men of Israel went out of Mizpah and pursued the Philistines and smote them until they came under Bethkar. Then Samuel took a stone and set it between Mizpah and Shen and called the name of it Ebenezer, i.e. the stone of help, saying, Hitherto hath the Lord helped us. So the Philistines were subdued, and they came no more into the coast of Israel, and the hand of the Lord was against the Philistines all the days of Samuel. And the cities which the Philistines had taken from Israel were restored to Israel from Ekron, even unto Gath, and the coasts thereof did Israel deliver out of the hands of the Philistines, and there was peace between Israel and the Amorites. Remember that Gath is the place where Goliath is going to come from. Verse 15, And Samuel judged Israel all the days of his life, and he went from year to year and circuit to Bethel and Gilgal and Mizpah and judged Israel in all those places. And his return was to Ramah, for there was his house, and there he judged Israel, and there he built an altar unto the Lord. That's the end of the chapter, but let me read you another couple things here. The assembly had met in Pisbah not only or not with any thought of war, far less in preparation for it. In fact, when Israel in Mizpah heard of the hostile approach of the Philistines, they were afraid. But as rebellion had caused their desertion, so would return bring them help from, from the Lord. And so generally in this history, all would happen naturally in the ordinary succession of cause and effect, and yet all would be really and in, in directly of God in the ordering and arrangement of events. Israel must not go to war, nor must victory be clue to their own prowess. It must be all of God, and the Philistines must rush on their own fate. Yet it was quite natural that when the Philistines heard of this grand national gathering at Mizpah, after twenty years of unattended or unattempted resistance to their rule, they should wish to anticipate their movements, and that whether they regarded the assembly as a revival of distinctly national religion or as preparatory for war. Similarly, it was natural that they would go on this expedition not without serious misgivings as to the power of the God of Israel which they had experienced during the stay of the ark in their land and that in the 
state of mind they would be prepared to regard any terrible phenomenon in nature as his interposition and be affected accordingly. All this actually took place, but its real causes lay deeper than appeared on the surface. While Israel trembled at the approach of the Philistines, Samuel prayed and Jehovah answered him. The great thunderstorm on that day which filled the Philistines with panic was really the Lord's thundering. It was a wild mass of fugitives against which Israel went out from Mizpah and whom they pursued and smote until under the broad meadows of beth the house of the Lamb, and it was it, and it was to mark not only the victory, but its cause and meaning that Samuel placed the memorial stone on the scene at this route between the lookout and Shen, the tooth, probably a rocky crag on the heights down which the Philistines were hurled in their flight. That stone he named Ebenezer, saying, Hitherto hath Jehovah helped us. And again, that was by Edersheim. So that's the end of the chapter 7, and we'll see you next episode. Bye. <laughs>